Oh, I got your doodling going. I got my doodling, do 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 I see you frantically looking for your notes. <gasps> I d- and you I forgot was, quotes. No, I I found oh, them, but I, I had s- for the next couple of weeks. Okay, good. Because I do in advance. I thought for I sure you them. forgot them, and we were going to yeah. have a boring, boring show. Well, okay. we can't have that. No, we can never do that. I was going to say you're going to have to make up quotes or get I Lloyd do on the have, phone. Um, I know the show's about Pornum. All right, today, but <laughs> yeah. I have a question for you when the, all right, the all show. Right. Let's, let's, yeah, let's let's stop with the chitter chatter and get into the show. How's about that? Chitter chatter. <laughs> there you go. All right. Happy Monday, everybody. Happy Monday, Tiferu. How are you? Happy Monday. Awesome. I'm doing pretty well. The weather's decent. How about it? It's, it's turning out beautiful. Tiferu's a happy camper. There you go. There you go. Thank you all for joining in. It's 7 o'clock on Monday, a little after 7 o'clock, and you're tuned into WRLR 98.3. FM, you are listening to Bacon Bits with Master Happiness. I'm, of course, Marty Jalove, your host. You are? I am, and I can't do it alone. i got to have my bestest buddy. Tiffany! There you go, there you go. All the time. What we do every single week right here on Monday, uh, 7 o'clock, what we do is help you navigate those paths of happiness. You know, life is too rough without a little push towards happiness. We've got reasons to be angry, sad, things to be afraid of. But what we're going to be doing for you is we're your buddies right here on the air. We're going to help you navigate, like I said, navigate those paths of happiness, trying to give you the shortcuts to just brighten up your day, give you a reason to smile and a reason to share those smiles. So today, what we're going to talk about, believe it or not, is the bacon and boredom. It's Mm. really the bacon and the benefits of boredom. Because at first, yeah, yeah, because at first I was kind of thinking, uh, the idea of boredom was, you know, we all get bored sometimes. You know, life life gives us so many stimulations right now. It's easier and easier to get bored with everything. Can I tell you, I please, figured, please. one of the questions I wanted to ask you, too, yes. was, is boredom related to laziness? Because I oh. think boredom is lazy because you always could do something. That's but true. But if you're, if you're sitting here like, oh, I'm bored... Isn't that kind of like a laziness? It it could be it could be tied to laziness. I would agree with you, but sometimes there's a benefit to being bored. All right, sometimes we hmm. should allow ourselves to be bored. And uh I believe yeah, I'm going to lean a little towards yes. There if if we're overly lazy, we're going to be bored more often. I agree with that. Okay? So, let's let's uh start this off right away. All right? Life can often seem tedious and uneventful. You'd agree with that, right? Just give me the thumbs up. Yes. <laughs> there yeah. you go. There you go. She's she's crawling under the table looking for her notes right now. Okay. <laughs> it's uh easy to get caught up in the same old routine day after day, but boredom, like I said, is beneficial or at least it can be. Okay? Uh boredom usually refers to trying and failing to find stimulus stimulation. Trying and failing. Try like you're trying to find mm-hmm. uh, stimulation, but you're failing at it. You know, you like. I would like, think oh, laziness. Yeah, well, I know you keep leaning I towards know, laziness. Right? This one, you right? just said that. This one, I'm like, huh? All right, but this is also sometimes involved in actually trying to do something, but you just can't find it. Like you just can't, you just can't connect with it. Hmm. All right, and I think sometimes there are people who are trying to do something, trying to find something, some activity, but they're just like, oh, I just can't find anything that's really doing it for me today <laughs> every right? single day of every, my life <laughs> there you go well, that's all right all right maybe maybe you're a maybe you're a closet genius maybe you're a creative person because we're gonna go it. with that that's one it. a closet <laughs> genius there, there we go. go okay yeah, you're only a genius in the closet all right <laughs> all right uh sometimes uh boredom uh can lead to just a feeling of just giving up right uh but if we view this failing to find stimulation 
As a learning experience, we can use boredom to become more productive, creative, and self-aware. If we identify that boredom is leading to great despair or a longing just to quit, we mm-hmm. can consider this the first step towards turning it around. You know, realizing I have a uh, problem is like the first step. Like you hit bottom. Yep, right, exactly. Bottom. Okay, there you I go. See. All right. So today what we're going to do is we're going to learn uh, about boredom. We're going to learn that we need to set aside some time for boredom. Set time for boredom. Yes, exactly. Hmm. All right. And I'll explain that in a minute. All right. And just maybe, (laughs) maybe we're going to have a happier life because of boredom. Okay. Hmm. Now, I'm going to go back in the past, past. Okay. Years ago, before social media, before we all had cell phones. Now, do you remember your first cell phone? Remember? I did because I worked for the cell phone company. Oh, cool, cool. So that was the decision for you to get a cell phone, Yeah, because right? it was free. Okay, all right. Yes. So if you um, think about this, when they handed you a cell phone, what was the first thing? Like, oh, this is really cool, or ah, I don't really need this. Um, it was a car phone because they didn't really yes. have portables until it was a brick, so it was um, a car phone. But the thing that I really liked about it that I didn't realize yes. is if something happened to you. In the car, sure, you know, sure. or your car broke down, or if you're on a date, yeah, that was that was a big thing too. That was nice that you to had have a, uh, some uh, a way of reaching other people. Exactly. Okay, I got gotcha. you. So I remember the first introduction to it, and it seemed like so expensive. Oh, to get it was a, expensive. Yeah, it was so, That's it was crazy. <laughs> and it was uh, when my wife at the time was pregnant with my oldest daughter, mm. and we were thinking, well, what am I supposed to do? Because what if we're apart and Something goes wrong and you need to reach me. And it was that whole thing of going, wow, now we're living in an age where we can make this decision. And so I said, I, I, I don't see a need for me carrying a phone around with me. Really? Oh, yeah, at that point, I was like, so I'm just going to carry a phone just for that reason. Or a pager. Well, that's what I ended up getting was a pager. <laughs> really? Yes, I got a pager just for that reason. And for those of you out there who are, are too young to understand what a pager was. You probably have no clue what a pager right. is. Well, I don't know. I don't really think we have, we don't, we don't necessarily attract that young of an audience. I think you're probably right about right. But those of you, those of you who uh, don't know what a pager is or are pretending you're young enough to not know what a pager was, it was this really the precursor to cell phones <laughs> where you carried this thing and somebody could call a service that would ring your pager to tell you, hey, someone's trying to reach you. You had better go find a phone and call them. And the number would pop up. Yeah, exactly. So you know where to call. And, you know, you'd give each other, like, certain messages, like, I'm going to send you the number, and it would mean 911. It's an, it's an emergency. You better call me right away. Oh, good times. Good yeah. times. <laughs> and you had to run around and find a pay phone. An actual which, pay phone, right, yes. Which were, uh, you know, which were just on street corners. Yeah. And it used to be the booth where you'd go inside the booth and you could shut the door. And uh, this is, and most you'd do is run into Superman maybe and they're changing his clothes. Maybe. But you'd close your door and you could talk and have a private phone call on the payphone. And then eventually it came where it was just like a hooded phone on a pole just in corners and the, the phone was out in the open. And then slowly they just keep disappearing and disappearing. Is everyone, now everyone just carries a cell phone with them. Okay. And uh, someone pointed out something to me that now we carry these phones around with us so often and we, the phones do so many things mm-hmm. that the phone app, the making phone calls, is the least used app on your phone. Oh, my gosh. When you think about it, how often do you actually call someone compared to, oh, I know you love Candy Crush, right? I do like yes, Candy exactly. Crush. <laughs> so do you spend more time playing Candy Crush or talking to someone on the phone? Absolutely Candy Crush. Yeah, isn't that amazing? The only thing That's... I would use the phone to call is to order a pizza. And do you call an, or no, do you? Do I you... do call. Okay, all right. I do call or um, 
I call to um, make an appointment for like the vet if I had okay. to make an appointment for sure. the vet or a dentist appointment. Okay, some sim- so, simple things like simple that. Simple things like that. All right, but for the majority of us, what we yeah. do is we're we're so tied to our phone that we have the instant stimulation stimulus. I'm I can't even say the word. You're today. acting like me now. Yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> we have that instant uh, gratification. I'll just switch the word. There we go. <laughs> instant stimulation at our fingertips constantly that if I feel bored, even for a moment, I'm going to pick up my phone and yeah. I'm going to play a game. Yep. I'm going to pick up my phone and I'm going to look at uh, social media. How, many, how yep. many likes do I have? How many people, what What did someone put out there that's interesting? And I can't just sit and enjoy life. Yeah. Okay. And this was one of the problems that I, uh, I think people our age, around our age group, it's really important because we saw this change. Uh-huh. This next generation never grew up. Mm-hmm. They never had a uh, life without the cell phone. They don't know what it's like to not have this, uh, the opportunity to just unplug. Yep. Okay. Just disconnect and just be out there and be bored. Right. Right. And be <laughs> bored. Right. Because there is no, we, uh, businesses and the app developers and everyone out there, advertisers are saying, I want your attention every moment yeah. I possibly can. And what this does is it's interrupting our sleep cycles. It's interrupting our entire day. We're spending all our time looking at thousands and thousands of messages all day long. These lights blinking in front of us that we don't even know. We're so addicted to it. We don't even know how to just relax and and disconnect. I remember when I was a kid and uh, there was nothing on TV. Okay. And I'm like, Mom, I'm bored. We'll go clean your room. Yeah. No No, kidding, right? No, no. And you would just sit there. It would be maybe summer Right, because you'd be home from school yeah. and you're just sitting there, and there's nothing on TV. There's that's when I yeah. was bored all and the time. I liked it when you would go to a restaurant, and this is a spot of I look at this all the time. When we were younger, and we would go to the restaurant, and we would go to a restaurant. It was a treat to go to. The oh restaurant. yeah, how many it kids was, you had right. in your family? And it, it was, and it wasn't like nowadays. It seems like people they go, oh, we're going to go out to eat. We're going to go out to eat. We're going to go out to eat, and it's every night we're going to order something or we're going to go out to eat. So going to a restaurant because there are so many restaurants at your disposal all over the place. Yeah. So much fast food, you always have an opportunity to go and do something. So you never are at home eating anymore. But uh, I digress with that. But in the restaurant, when I was younger, there was nothing to do. You would sit there quietly. You would order. The adults would be talking. And us kids, we would be talking a little bit and joking and stuff like that, just long enough till our parents would say, Yo, would you <laughs> sit up straight? Stop acting like that. We're at a restaurant, right? And nowadays... What happens is the kids start acting up. What do the parents do first? Uh, hand them the phone. Hand them an iPad. iPad. Something. Uh, there are some restaurants that have the electronics right on the table. They okay. do, yeah. Yes, and you could say, oh, are your kids bored? Oh, then here, here, turn on electronics. Let's let's pollute their mind just a little bit more. Okay, because we don't want them bored for even a moment. And the the precursor to that was even the little menus, the placemats that restaurants would put so kids could color color which was cool because it gave them some a creative outlet all right but before that it was fun because as an artist i used to love just drawing there my aunt would say here's a pen draw on the napkin okay or you'd go to a restaurant that had the white paper <gasps> uh, tablecloth oh my god i would draw all <laughs> over those right and that's how you filled your time your boredom yeah. with something like that as opposed to this mind-numbing thing of saying i need to be entertained entertain me or okay. long car rides. Yes. How about it? Long car rides. <laughs> I still love this that my son Luke 
uh, was still, I mean, he's 21. So he's, you would think that he'd be one of these people who are like tied to electronics. Yes. And maybe now he really is. But when he was younger, it would be funny. I would take these long car rides. I would drive all the way down to Memphis with him. And he would just sit in the back seat and look out the window and look at the scenery and stuff. And I would say, hey, you know, I brought the movie player and something like that. You want to watch a movie? No, no, no. Wow. And he would, just, he would just really, he was okay with daydreaming. Yeah. And just looking and enjoying life. And what happened? And then you'd play the uh, the alphabet game or the license plate game. Oh, my game. God. <laughs> yeah. All the, how about it, right? Yeah. That's what we used to do. Yeah. But instead, now it's, no, 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 no. I, I can't do that. I, can, I have to be stimulated. I need to be entertained every second of my life. I cannot just sit still, okay? And that's what's so sad. That is something that is missing. And what we have done as parents uh, and uh, mentors and coaches and teachers, et cetera, we have fallen into this and without realizing what we're doing and we're saying, oh, we've got to overstimulate these children, yeah. okay? And as because we're overstimulating ourselves, all right? We like the bright lights. We like the flashing lights. And we love the, oh, I got to climb this hill. And look at this. I get 16 uh, electronic coins. Yay for me. <laughs> okay. Oh, I've got two more lives. I got to keep playing. Okay. Whatever it is, we just continue to do this because I nobody has the ability anymore just to sit back and not do anything. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the two two types of bacon we're going to do today. Oh, we're doing yeah, two yes, types yes, of bacon. Crispy yes. and not crispy. Oh, you know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say crispy and extra crispy for you. <laughs> you like that? All right. So uh, for those of you who are just joining us for the first time today, we're doing our show, the, the Bacon and the Benefits of Boredom. And what we do every week is we tackle some of the biggest world problems, uh, the, the things that are plaguing the nation, the things that are agonizing to us that we can't find the solutions. And we apply bacon to it because, as you know, Anything you add bacon to is just a little bit better. Okay, so we've done shows on things like empathy. We've done shows on generosity, charity, all, all kinds of things. And uh, what was some of your favorite shows? I love asking Tiffany. This I know, because they say the same goes, thing over she, and over again. Right, either she says the same thing or she looks like a deer in headlights. Um, What's your favorite show? It can't was, say humor. You can't say humor. No. Um, anxiety. <laughs> anxiety. Oh. But I do like um the zodiac for Chinese New Year. Oh, we did. We did that yeah, yeah. a couple of times. Yes, yeah. I, and I've that, always that's pretty that. cool. And one of my favorites, we did uh, bacon and death, which you you no, weren't crazy about that. No, but, no, no. But these are subjects we need to talk about. Um, and fl- the philosophers, I thought was kind of oh, yeah. cool too. There you go. Awesome. You know what? We we did the Western philosophers. I think we're gonna have to do a show on the Eastern philosophers. Mm-hmm. So Asia and uh, yeah. So that that'll that's coming up. That oh, we'll good. do again. But um, so anyway. What we do is we tackle these problems. We apply bacon to it. Not the bacon for chewing, but it's the bacon, bacon for, for doing. doing. There you go. So we apply the acronym B-A-C-O-N. And so today you're benefiting uh, because we've got two different sets of acronyms. And the first one is the benefits of boredom. All right. Are you ready there, Tiff? The benefits of boredom. All right. Before we start, Tiff, you know, I saw you rummaging around in your uh, bag over there. Yeah. You know, Tiffany brings in like two roller bags filled with notes. All right, it's amazing. And plus, like a backpack and then another bag under her arm. <laughs> She's just got like the entire encyclopedia well, yeah, of kinda, notes I here. have I have my, my bag for the station. That's right. And then I have my gigantic purse. Right, and she's got this other bag just in case she spontaneously goes on a trip. She's ready. I am ready. Okay. I, hate, I hate to break it to her that, that she can find most of this information on Google, but no, she prefers to just... Bring the hard, the hard paper. I, oh, don't even go there with me. You have your hard piece I have of paper. One sheet of paper, and I have one <laughs> sheet of paper. All right, all right. Okay. Anyway, go for it, Tiffany. Let's hear a quote from you. Uh, Facebook is like the fridge. 
Yeah. If you're bored, you keep opening it. Wow, I like that. Mm. There you go. There you go. That's a, that is so true. And isn't that, oh, I don't even want to talk about dieting and boredom because <laughs> all right, Nobody, yeah. I, am tr- I am trying to diet. Remember when we did our show on goals uh, a couple weeks ago and I talked about uh, I talked <laughs> about uh, dieting and how much weight I want to lose. And so what I'm trying to do, and now I find myself wandering around the house every once in a while when I'm bored and I think, oh my God, I'm a grazer. I If I had just food, I should you know walk around the farm field or something. Just chew on straw. I got to tell you, at work they had someone sent a, um, a big box of snacks. Yes. To us, so it was all out on the table in yes, the yes. kitchen area. So it's all out there, and I would get up from my desk and uh, I'd go there and I'd grab something. And I'm like, gosh, dang yeah, it! That's it. See, and you're you're eating out of boredom. Okay. Boredom and free food. There you go. Right, right. It's not, you're not eating because you really need that food. No, because right. okay. it's free. Anyway. All right. So we're Alrighty. the benefits of boredom. Here we go. Here we go. So B, boredom can be beneficial. It can be a beneficial way to allow your brain to relax, mm-hmm. recharge, and rewire. Okay. Okay. I, I, I'll agree with that one. That was what good. we end up doing is, you know, at night when we fall asleep, uh, all these dreams that we have, uh, if you can remember your dreams, if uh, the dreams you have are your brain recategorizing all the thoughts and the ideas and the dreams and the experiences you have during the day, they recategorize them like there's little men uh, in your brain or women uh, in your brain with tons and tons, an, an infinite amount of file cabinets. And they're sitting there going, oh, I've got this file here. Put it over here. Put it over here. Here, let's connect this. And what they're doing is they're just categorizing and, and filing everything in a relaxing way. What we should learn to do is during the day when we're bored, give ourselves some uh, boring time, all right, some time just to daydream, uh, fancy, free thinking, so that what we can do is we can start uh, recategorizing the things that have happened already. Because if you get up in the in the morning and you do a lot of things and you wait until the end of the night for everything to come into place, it's really easy to forget some of the important things. Mm-hmm. But if you allow yourself certain breaks during the day, what happens is those things categorize and it increases your uh, memory. So I okay. can tell my boss if he sees me sitting there just staring off into space, I could say, uh, hello, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm giving my brain, filing. I'm, I'm filing. filing, I'm giving That's my right. brain exactly. a break here. There you go. There you go. Perfect. There you go. So you tell him to listen to the show. I'm sure he'll say, oh, well, I didn't realize that you get a promotion. Oh, okay. Hey. So that was B. A is uh, anticipate future goals with daydream. <gasps> Uh, I'm a big to become daydreamer. more focused for the future, all right? And so what you do is you notice when you daydream, when we are daydreaming, we're thinking of the possibilities of the future. Yes. Okay, we don't daydream about what happened in the past, okay? That's the, when you're thinking about the past, that's the recategorizing. That's where you're putting things away and you're learning lessons from that stuff. But when you daydream, you're like, well, what if? And what if I did this? And could it be, etc. So when you allow yourself to daydream like that, you end up uh, uh, focusing more on the future and you come up with possibilities you might not have come up with if you're just steamrolling through the day. Mm. You know, so goal-orientated, you've got to get all of this done. So what ends up happening is you don't get a chance to really just take a moment and say, am I going down the right path? I think I daydream a little too much. I don't know. Well, we'll see. Because what we're going to do is in a moment, we're going to discuss the five different types of boredom and then what they said is that everyone leans towards one type of boredom for their entire life. That's the type of 
person you are. It's a, it's like a personality trait. Your boredom hmm. trait is your personality oh, trait. Oh, I can't wait. So you're going to find out where Alrighty. you are and if it's a good boredom or if it's a, if it's an okay boredom. That's so okay. good boredom. All right. So, uh, B is, uh, B was, uh, boredom can be beneficial, uh, for your brain. A is anticipate the future goals. C is creativity strikes in the shower while you're driving, wandering and wondering. You ever notice how so many people go, oh, I got my best ideas when I'm in the shower yeah. or when I'm just driving, doing a monotonous task. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, this this is fantastic. So I'm a big uh, a fan of carrying some type of a notebook with you, mm-hmm. whether it's uh, scribble it in uh, with a pen and paper, whether it's type it in your phone, anything like that. And a lot of people say it's better to do with handwriting. It's uh, It'll trigger a lot of more things in your brain. But any way you do it, when creative creativity strikes at those moments, know that you're taking advantage of that boredom, and your brain is saying, "Hey, let's let's do something amazing," and then you won't so, be bored anymore. Exactly, right? Exactly. <laughs> and so uh, they did some studies, and I would love to try this because I've told you before. I used to uh, have a staff underneath me. We did research and development and create new products. So what we would have to do is talk about problems and possible solutions. And so what they said was. Because boredom leads to more creativity, before you have a meeting of the minds, before you want to just tell people, let's brainstorm and come up with some great ideas, what they told everyone to do is spend a few minutes grabbing a sheet of paper and just writing like ones and O's or X's and O's as small as you can on a piece of paper, as much as you can try to fill up an entire sheet because it's extremely boring, right? And all you're doing is you're writing and you're writing and you're writing. And what that does is it allows your mind to just Come completely down, relax, completely Is it kind of like a meditation? Almost like meditation, uh, but meditation is you are concentrating on yourself and your breathing and stuff. So it is kind of like that meditation. But what you're doing is you're kind of like not thinking of anything. You're doing this ones and O's and X's and O's so much that it's a repetitive task that you just completely forget about what you're doing. And then when you're done, you have the meeting. Now your mind is fertile and open and and just ready and raring to come up with great ideas. Mm. Okay. So what they're saying is that creativity, just like when you're in a shower and you get these great ideas or you're driving, uh, you're just wandering around wondering, you know, nothing particular to think about. Your mind is, um, is at its most creative. Okay. So force yourself to be in that mode. Right before um, I fall asleep, I have thoughts that pop in my head, and I do have a pad of paper next to my bed, and then I I write that down. You wake up in the morning, read them, and go, what was I thinking? Well, (laughs) I'll totally forget, because they'll be, oh, I'll remember, I'll remember, and I wake up, and I'm like, oh, no, but... I had the light off. I'm about to fall asleep. I get an idea. I write it down. I have to turn on the light so I can see. And Mark goes, what? what's going on? I go, oh, I just had an idea. Perfect. perfect. <laughs> turn off the That's light. And, and right. then I can fall back to sleep. There you go. All right. So O is optimize your days by setting time aside to do nothing. And so what I mean by optimize your days is we feel the best way, the best course of action is to always be accomplishing something. And if we sit back and do nothing, we feel we're not accomplishing anything. And it sometimes bothers us. Mm -hmm. But if you take in uh, the belief that boredom will bring us more creativity, boredom will bring us some peace of mind, boredom will calm us down and help us refocus what we really want, you can optimize your day. You can uh, create a better time, use your time more efficiently if you take some time to do nothing. Hmm. Okay. Uh, You ever heard the story of 
two lumberjacks go out in the field, right? You ever hear this story? <laughs> I like, they I, walk into a bar? <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's very funny. No, no. Two lumberjacks get up in the morning and they're cutting down trees, cutting down trees, cutting down trees. And at the end of the day, the one lumberjack has like 10 times as many trees cut down. And the, the first lumberjack and the first lumberjack goes, I don't understand what the difference is. He goes, I am working so hard all day long. Uh, and you are taking breaks like every 10 minutes. How can you be cutting down so many more trees than me? Right. And the, the guy who's taking the break says, because every 10 minutes I sharpen my axe. Okay. So that's the whole idea is that what happens is if we say, I'm going to work and I'm working and work and I'm not going to stop because it's the most efficient. I'm going to get everything done. You never take time to sharpen your axe. And that's what boredom is. Intentional boredom, intentional time to just sit back and do nothing. And stop thinking about what you've got to do and just try to empty your mind. That type of boredom, that type of daydreaming is like sharpening your axe. It's fixing your brain, preparing your da- your brain for the next task. Hmm. Okay? So that's how we optimize our day. Uh, and it seems counterproductive to say, you want to get more done? Stop doing so much. Yeah. Okay? And daydream. And daydream. Right. Okay. So that was O. So N is... Not doing what we want to be doing is a warning and a blessing, okay? So sometimes what happens is we get spooked about, oh, my gosh, I, I, I've just been sitting here just daydreaming all day. I've been doing uh, mindless tasks, and sometimes it's good, but sometimes it's bad. Because they don't get the table cleared off. Exactly. Well, sometimes, <laughs> and you know what? At the end of the day, so you didn't get the table cleared off. Hmm. You know? Does yeah, it really matter? Yeah, there you go. Right, right. <laughs> All right, so now the decision comes, or the idea is, when is boredom good and when is boredom bad? All right, because obviously the first thing people say is, well, if boredom is good, well, then I'm going to be bored all day long. If a little is good, a lot's got to be great. No, we know that. We know that for sure with all the shows we've done in the past that too much of anything is going to be bad. Too much of things that bring us happiness eventually become boring and repetitive and we don't want to do it anymore. Mm. So even boredom, which is uh, the beneficial boredom, too much of it is going to be bad for us. It's going to lead us into the wrong direction. Mm. You understand that? You're buying into that, right? Mm. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah. like, uh, how much is too much, right? I, I'd rather okay. have too much. There you go. All right. So <laughs> just to paraphrase that first one, because I want to make sure everyone understands that there are some, uh, there's good things about boredom. So B, boredom is beneficial for our brain. All right, let's just relax, recharge, rewire. Uh, A is anticipate those future goals by daydreaming. C is cre- creativity strikes in the shower and other places when we're, when we're not really thinking. O is optimize your day by setting time aside to do absolutely nothing. And N is not doing what we want to be doing is a warning and a blessing. All right? So... Before we get into this, I want to get into the five types of uh, boredom. This is the five types of boredoms by a guy named Thomas uh, Goetz and his team, a German uh, researcher and mm. his team. They they really dug deep into boredom. The uh, <laughs> by doing nothing yeah, exactly. And they sat around. <laughs> yeah, their boss is coming. What are you guys doing? Oh, we're studying boredom. All right, all right. I got my pad and paper. Right. I'm yeah, ready. We're sitting here. Our TV is off. Everything is just. We're just sitting here. So, all right. So um, before we do that, give us another quote there, Tiff. Well, this is interesting because boredom, God's way of telling um, telling you that you're wasting time. Wow. Wow. Who said that? Um, Lloyd. Lloyd did. Well, it it didn't say who said it, but they probably didn't want people to know who said that because that's kind of that's kind of like bad. 
Yeah, I mean, it's God's way of saying, yeah, they're like, oh, just <laughs> whisper God's that God's way of saying that, that you're wasting well, some time there. I have this philosophy, and I would always tell people this, is that, uh, you know, your life, treats your life like you're cooking bacon, all right? You are either tasting, basting, or wasting, all right? So ultimately, what we want to be doing is we want to be tasting the bacon. We want to be eating it, right? Uh, the uh, other thing is we're basting. In other words, we're preparing the bacon. We're doing the things we have to do. Or the last is wasting. We're just wasting time. And many people immediately say, oh, well, that's right. That that leads to when I'm bored and I'm not doing anything. I'm wasting time. But no, that's not necessarily true. Sometimes you have to relax a little bit and calm down. And that's the that falls into the basting. That falls into the things we need to do in order to get to where we want to be. So okay. Lloyd's wrong. Well, I would just say that it's not complete. Okay, so just like it's basting, uh, tasting, and wasting, it's also uh, eating, heating, and cheating. All right, so where are you in any part of the day? So any part of the day, if you are sitting back and you just find yourself daydreaming, okay, ask yourself that. Am I eating, heating, or cheating? All right, am I eating the bacon? Am I doing the things that I really wanted to do? Is this, did I work so hard so I could just chill out right now? That's the eating. This is what my my purpose in all my goals, this was my, my the thing I've been striving for. Has it that? Is it uh, heating? In other words, am I relaxing right now in order to regain some energy, some focus, so that I can go out and do the things I'm supposed to do? Or am I cheating? Am I really just avoiding the things I'm supposed to do? Yep, that's okay. me. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you do that and you ask yourself at any given time, am I eating, heating, or cheating? All right, if you say I'm cheating, then get up and go do something else. Mm. All right? All right, so here are the five types of uh, boredom okay. by Thomas Goetz and his team. All right, the first one is called calibration boredom. And this one is you feel unhappy because you are waiting for something to do. All right, this is this one when it's uh, it's very common when you're performing repetitive tasks. When you see people are just, you know, they're doing something. Some people... They have a uh, an assembly line job, and so they're doing the same thing over and over and over. And there's some people who get extremely bored with that, and other people are like, this is exactly what I want to do. I can do this all day long, doing the same thing over and over and over again. I'm one of those people, I can't do that. I could not do an assembly line job. Thank goodness there are people who can. I, I It would drive me crazy. All right? So what about you? Are you kind of an assembly line uh. could, mentality? You know, I want to say yes. You can but, say yes. Okay. But then when I do do something repetitive, uh-huh. I'm like, oh my God, this day is never ending. There you go. Okay. So I, I don't know. All right. So the calibration boredom is, like I said, you're unhappy and you're waiting for something. In other words, you're waiting for someone to give you something. You're doing the repetitive task. You're not even taking the energy to find something new to do. Right. right? That's what the uh, calibration okay. boredom is. Okay. Uh, searching boredom is similar this is you're feeling restless because you're looking for something to do, but you can't seem to find anything. Mm-hmm. All right. There's sometimes you see people, oh, I want to do something. I'm going to go, oh, I'm going to open this. You know, I have a craft box. I'm going to open it. Yeah, there's nothing in there I want to see. You know, it's I'm going to turn on the TV. Oh, there's nothing on TV. You know, you're you're trying to find something. You're actively working at trying to solve your your boredom, but you just can't find anything. That's searching boredom. Hmm. All right. It's a little different because you're actively I doing have- something done that before okay i, I think have. we've all done that a little yeah. bit all right now uh in the same uh vein is there's another one called indifference boredom 
And this is where you feel calm and relaxed and completely withdrawn. Okay? Like, in other words, I don't really care. I don't have to do anything. I don't have to have the TV on. I don't have to be doing anything. I can just sit here and just zone out. And take a nap. Well, it's taking a nap. It's the time. The boredom is the time before the nap, before you Um. fall asleep. Because if you fall asleep, then it's a nap. Okay? (laughs) (laughs) Which is also very good for you. But um, it's where you just, like, I don't have to do anything. You know, and you see some people, uh, you know, when I was in uh, young in school. Oh, a long time ago. A long time ago, right? They would go, oh, my gosh, she's such a daydreamer. And the teacher would come up. They'd snap their finger in front of me. Hello? Hello? Are you still? Are you in there? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Because I just had that ability. You know, the, the teachers would be talking. I'd be like, oh, my gosh, I find this so boring. And I would just zone out and just go somewhere else. And that daydreaming, uh, and I was completely comfortable with that. And it was okay. It was just a nice place to be. And I've seen plenty of people like that. And uh, all three of these, this calibration boredom, the searching boredom, and the indifference boredom uh, are t- are triggers for us that it is time to recharge. Okay? In other words, what we're doing is we're saying, all right, we're, we've, we're relaxing. And once we kind of realize, oh, my God, I'm a little bored, that means our brain has done all the filing it needs to do. It's it's rewired itself. Now it's ready to go do something. And so then what we have to do is we have to break out of that and do something stimulating to shake us out of mm. the boredom. All right. So if you're one of those types of people, try to train yourself into once you realize you're at that point, uh, say, oh, my gosh, I've got to do something different. Yeah. So these people are the types of people who might benefit from during the workday setting a regular alarm for like every 20 minutes. So no matter what you're doing, have your alarm on your phone, just buzz. And if you're in the middle of something and you don't want to take a break, just turn it off, but set it again for, you know, have it set for another 20 minutes. If the alarm goes off and you suddenly go, oh my gosh, I, I've been daydreaming. I haven't been doing anything. That's a reminder. Hey, all right, you're good now. Get back to it. All right. Because it's, it's beneficial to daydream and let yourself be lost but we also have to be a uh, a productive part of society, all right? If we daydream all day long, nothing good will come of it. So little spurts of uh, spacing out is going to be okay. Okay. So I'll tell my boss that. All right, there you go. <laughs> go on. Marty uh, says. I'm, uh, the, they'll be like, Tiffany, Tiffany, you there? Uh, wait till the alarm, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now oh, I'm going to reset my... it because you interrupted my boredom. Oh, my goodness. All right. That would not yeah. go well. <laughs> All right, now here's two the two other types of boredom. Okay. All right, there is reactant boredom. This is the frustration you feel when you feel you can't escape. All right, and this kind of touches on a little bit, I think, more of where you were mm-hmm. when you're saying you're stuck in a tedious job and you're doing the same thing over and over, and you're like, I can't get out of this. I can't stop this. Sometimes we're in meetings that the person up there is talking and it's blah, 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 blah. And you're like, right. And you're like, and you're like, I don't, I have not even heard a word this person is saying. I can't get up and just leave. Right. That's that, that, uh, reactant where you're just, you feel so frustrated and it, and it can start to lead towards anger. All right. And so you want to be sure, uh, on how you respond to that. All right. You don't want it to turn into anger because that's not necessarily the speaker's fault or your boss's fault. Remember, you put yourself in this position. This is the job you chose. This is the the meeting you're in. This is part of life. 
Man, I'm doing this, and Tiffany's over here yawning up a storm. I'm, she, she, I'm not bored. I'm not you, bored. I think you purposely I'm missed. I'm not. I'm not I, reactive. Th- yes, <laughs> I think you purposely missed sleep just to add to the show. Right. Right. Uh-huh. All right. All right. So the fifth and last one is apathetic boredom. Oh, jeez. You like that one? Hmm. All right. Big this word. is unhappiness uh, because you feel helpless and you have no drive. In other words, you feel like you're stuck somewhere, and it's like nothing. I don't want. I don't feel like doing anything i have no i have no desire to do anything not it doesn't really matter because even if i do do something uh it's not going to bring me any joy and you allow that to get worse and worse and so these these last two are warning signs the reactant boredom and the apathetic boredom are warning signs one is you're gonna you can slip into depression Mm -hmm. uh the apathetic because you just feel very unhappy uh, and the reactant boredom is you get frustrated because you're stuck there. And these are two emotions we don't want to uh, feed. We want to take these as warning signs right away and say, okay, wow, I'm really looking at this. I need to do something. I need to reach out and talk to people and say, can you help me? Let's let's do something. Let's let's keep active. Okay. And it can, and it is not the time for you to say, well, I'm just going to go sit in, by myself in a room because it will linger on. And either you will continue to say to yourself, uh, I'm going to keep getting more and more angry at these people and the situation. you got to snap yourself out right, of it. Or you're going to fall into this despair, this deeper despair. So when you feel like you're in that, whether you're feeling frustrated or extremely unhappy, snap out of it and try to get yourself in front of other people. All right. And so what we're going to do next, uh, after I hear another quote from you there, Tiffany, we're going to do this whole thing. Another set of bacon, another B-A-C-O-N on how to respond to boredom, hmm. okay? So we're going to do that. So out of these five, the calibration uh, boredom was being unhappy and uh, you're waiting for something to do, but you're really not, yeah, you're not really interested in uh, putting any effort towards it. Uh, indifferent uh, boredom is you're calm and relaxed and you're fine with being bored, okay? The searching boredom, uh, restless, uh, because you're you're looking for something, but nothing really just gets it for you. All right, those are the first three. The next two are reactant boredom, where you're frustrated because you can't escape. You're stuck in a position, and uh, you don't want to be there. And the apathetic, where you just feel it's completely hopeless. There's no out of it. Where, where do you think you lean out of the, out of those five? That's right, because I've been in every single one of I'm these. I'm sure we've all before. been. To, but where do you? Which is there one? Uh, according to their research, everyone falls into one more than the rest of them. I I really think I'm more of an indifferent boredom. A person where I'm completely fine with sitting there zoning out. I've been at compl- I've been at parties where people are talking. <laughs> I've been at part really where people are talking about something that I'm just like, huh? I don't really find this conversation interesting. I don't have anything to add, and I sit there just quietly and I'm daydreaming. And someone goes, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" And I'm like, "I'm sorry. Were you talking to me?" Oh yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm great. I'm actually extremely happy right now. <laughs> you know, I I I probably. And more like that as well. Okay, good, good. Yeah. And I think that's that's powerful. I think that's good because that shows that you're comfortable in your own skin. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and, and it's fine. A lot of those kind of people are the same type of people who can go to a restaurant by themselves. Oh, I go, could too. Go to yeah. the movies by themselves, yeah. do those kind of things. I don't have a problem with that at all. Many of these other people are, are kind of like, no, 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 I need to be with somebody. Yeah, I have, yeah. I have some friends like that too. Right. And uh, they're yeah. also the same types of people who... Uh, are afraid to just walk up to strangers and just talk, okay? In other words, 
they they're kind of like I have my clan. This is where I feel safe. I feel this, and yeah. it's and it, I'm not saying any is right or wrong. Right, we're different. Yeah. And during the study, they it they broke it down to these five different pieces, and so you find where you're at and think of them. The first three were kind of it's it's realize that your brain is recharging, and the other two are could be warning signs that you need to seek help get out of this. Okay. Okay. Um, so anyway, yeah. So I like this. Uh, that the calming, relaxing going, it does, it's not bothering me. Um, I'm just cool. I'm just chilling out over here. Uh, sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's not as good. All right. All so right. let's, let's hear a, a quote from you. Hmm. Um, my marriage didn't, um, didn't make me sad, but it didn't make me happy either. Oh. My husband and I hardly spoke to each other. That wasn't because we were angry. We had nothing to say. I was dying of boredom. Wow. Wow. Who said that? Marilyn Monroe. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I. I think that's 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 a telling one. That's yeah, right. When I saw read that, I'm like, wow. I mean, it. it, Yeah, that was. They didn't talk, and yeah, and and there are plenty of relationships like that. Plenty of relationships like that that then last forever. Like both both partners are fine with it. It's the it's the idea of do they have a comfortable or uncomfortable silence? Silence. All right. If they can, if. I think true love is being able to sit together and not talking and being fine with it. Mm-hmm. All right. As opposed to going, I have to fill in this space. I have to say something like what's, what's she thinking? What's he thinking? You know, that kind of stuff, that, that anxiety, you don't want to add that anxiety to a, uh, any type of relationship. You should be able to, to, uh, feel comfortable with the silence, but it can't, uh, define the entire relationship. Yeah. It can't the whole relationship can't be? Oh, I love this person because we never talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounded like right. Marilyn, and that's too bad. I went um on a date a long, long, long time ago before Mark. Okay, and uh, we were having dinner, and there was an older couple, couple, and they were just eating. They yeah. weren't talking, just eating. And he made a comment, and he goes, "I never want to get like that." Oh, cool. And I'm thinking. They're eating dinner. They're comfortable enough not oh, talking. Oh, your date said this. Yeah, my date. Them, yeah, that my he date. never wants to get like they were. They weren't talking. Correct. Wow. When they go out, he always he doesn't want to be so quiet. Yeah, yeah. Where they can't have they having dinner. They have to be talking. Yeah, and yeah. having a conversation. And this older couple, they were just eating. They didn't talk probably throughout the whole evening. Right. And he goes, "I'm never going to be like that." Oh, see, and and it's. And you don't, and it's funny because, you know, every time we look at something, we're looking at it with our our uh, eyes, yeah. and so we see it one way or another. And this guy uh, looked at it and thought this was really sad. They're not talking exactly. And you're looking at it, going, "Oh, how wonderful!" Because exactly. they're so comfortable with each other. Exactly. Okay. That's exactly it. It does. Remind, it was like you yeah. were there. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Um, I was the old man. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> so it does remind me. I remember. I think I was at a McDonald's, believe it or not, something like that, a little fast food restaurant with Christy. And we looked over and we saw this old couple sitting, just like you're saying, and they were just sitting there. And it was so cute because they bought like just one Happy Meal. All right. And I was part of me was thinking maybe they can't afford it, but then maybe that's all they want. And the man was so nice. He cut the little hamburger in half and he gave half to his wife. He's poured the French fries on the napkin, separated them. And then just sat there and let his wife and watched his wife eat the half a hamburger and eat the half, you know, the fries. And he was just sitting watching, not touching his food yet. Right. And um, we were leaving and I walked over and I just said, you know, wow, this is so beautiful. The two of you watching uh, the two of you like, you know, you've been married, obviously, for a long time. And he goes, oh, yeah, we share everything. 
And that's why, you know, we, we cut the hamburger in half. We share that. We share the fries. And I'm like, that's beautiful. What I don't understand is why aren't you eating? Uh, and he goes, oh, because we're sharing the same set of teeth, too. <laughs> I knew something was coming. I knew something there you was go. coming. Oh, All right. God. Where do you come up with I this stuff? I have no idea. Oh, my All right. God. <laughs> is tr- true story. I right. believe yes. it. All right. Because <laughs> it came from Marty's yes. mouth. It's true. It must be true, right? <laughs> All right. So how do we respond to boredom there, Tiff? You ready for this? How do we respond to boredom? All right, so uh, because like we said, boredom is very beneficial. It's very, <laughs> you, you all right there? You need a moment? Oh, that was good. All right. <laughs> so, uh, we, like we said, boredom can be very beneficial for us. It's necessary to allow ourselves some downtime. It helps with creativity. It helps, uh, you know, let's put it this way. The kids today, and I and I really lean towards this and, and hope that people will uh, respect this and understand that I'm not trying to tell people, oh, you, you know, you're all terrible parents or anything. But when you think <laughs> about they the, are. That they are, that they are, <laughs> right, is when you set your kids up like this and entertain them for every moment of their life. If you don't teach your kids how to be okay with doing absolutely nothing, how do you prepare them for adulthood? Okay, because then they become the types of people who are extremely bored extremely anxious going well nothing's going on what what can i do now i want to do this i want to do that this is why we have this epidemic of fast food people are overeating because they need something to do uh we're glued to our phones uh for not our phones we're streaming uh we're binging because we don't even watch a show anymore we got to watch all eight hours of the of the series right uh we we go out and we spend money we shop to buy for the sake of buying because of the stimulus it's something to do as opposed to just what we need and so we set our we're setting our, ourselves up to be these hoarders and gluttonous uh and greedy as opposed to just being grateful for the things we have uh being humble and happy for other people and just enjoying life and enjoying some peaceful time mm-hmm. all right so i really i really hope that parents try to encourage kids to be okay with doing absolutely nothing. Okay? <laughs> really? Yes. Mom, Marty says I don't have, have to, to do, do anything. Yeah. Well, and that's fine. And then the mom should go, you're absolutely right. Go ahead. I'm going to turn off the TV. I'm going to take your phone. I'm going to take everything. Sit back and do nothing. All right? Well, that and, would drive them nuts. Exactly. But <laughs> but it shouldn't. It shouldn't, yeah. right? Okay. Uh, so how do you respond to boredom? Now, too much boredom is going to be bad for us, so we're going to have to move ourselves out of it. Even though we want to be bored, we don't want to be bored our entire life. Okay, so this bacon is is, is very nice. B is be mindful. Learn to identify your specific type of boredom. Remember the five we just went over mm-hmm. and how you respond to it, all right? So however you do this, any one of those boredoms, it's really easy to just say, well, then I'm gonna spend the whole day rather than five minutes being a little bored and then getting back to work Suddenly, I might go, oh, my gosh, that for five hours, I haven't done anything. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, and you're giggling. <laughs> yeah. Five hours. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much that's, right. Yeah. All right. Uh, and remember, what we sometimes do is think about this. And everybody out there can see we have grown to a point that our boredom is we could be playing a game. We could be looking at things. You know, people watch TikTok videos, Instagram videos, and all this. And they're just flipping through one after another after another. Mm-hmm. And they can't even remember what they just watched. Because it's just, uh, it's this repetitive task, just ha, 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 oh, what's the next one, ha, 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 what's the next one? And you're flipping through. 
It's the same with people who binge watch movies. Sometimes they're just watching movies and they're just, I'm not even paying attention. It's just white noise in the background because I need some type of stimulation. All right. Uh, it's the same with when people are reading books and you're reading and you suddenly stop and go, I just read this whole page, this whole page and I, I don't remember anything. Yeah. Okay. I had that. Yeah. And so we have to once the, view those things as warning signs that, all right, it's time to get up and go do something, reach, change our brain. Okay, so be mindful of the type of boredom we have. How does how do we respond? Are we, am I getting angry? Am I getting very lackadaisical? Am I getting unhappy? Am I frustrated? How what's my what's my reaction to the boredom? And then let's change it up. All right, so it's very important to understand yourself. Uh, a is accept boredom as a benefit and use it for self improvement. All right, so again, going back to what I said before, don't allow somebody. Or don't allow ourselves to beat ourselves up when we just need to unwind. We can't be running at 100% all the time. Sometimes we need to just chill out a little bit. Sometimes we got to refocus, daydream, etc. All right? Uh, when we're stuck in this boring pattern and we're kind of like, I just don't know what to do. We see change your pattern to snap out of board, boredom. So shake it up. So if you're doing, yeah, there you go, shake away. <laughs> so if you're doing some monotonous task, break it up, get up, walk in the I circle. get up and I walk to the um, the kitchen table there you at go. work and get the three snacks nice. and start there eating. there you go, perfect, so you're set. But now what you do is instead, eat with your other, you're right-handed, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so eat with your left hand. Remember we, we talked about that mm -hmm. every once in a while, brush your, brush your teeth with your other hand, brush your hair, et cetera. Try to get dressed with the other hands, even the simplest thing, like put your hands together, uh, clasp your fingers. Now, okay. notice which thumb is on top. The left. All right, now switch it and put the other one on top. Oh, that feels weird. Yeah, but now when you're just doing that, what you do is every once in a while when you're at the desk and you're doing something, switch the way your hands are like that and just kind of squeeze them together and get that different kind of feeling. And what that does is it changes, it gets your brain going, hey, something's wrong here, and it recharges your brain. Just huh. a simple Thing like that even when you normally uh cross your feet some people you know uh, like me I, i'm sitting in a chair i cross my ankles okay and so what i should do is cross <laughs> he really does yes I, there you go that's right um cross them the other way so that it just feels a little bit different huh. however you do just those little change-ups will uh get you to refocus it'll shake you up just a little bit huh. all right so when you're when you're extremely bored when you're doing something you're like oh i can't get out of this do something as simple as just switching the way you grab your wow. hands. Or okay. picking your nose with the Pick. other finger. Exactly. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. I'm not going to tell them you're picking your nose. Okay, worry. thank you. All right. <laughs> All right. That's why All I right. love radio. There you go. All right. Uh, C is, uh, oh, I just said that. Change your pattern. So we're gonna. that's how we're going to change our pattern. I'm going to repeat, repeat C three times. <laughs> okay. All right. So C is change your pattern. All right. O is outside your comfort zone is never boring. Do something oh. different and daring, okay? That's then, I don't like outside my comfort zone, yes. but you are absolutely right. Right, so if you are stuck in there and you're like, oh, I'm in the doldrums, I'm just, this is especially for people who have that reactant, uh, reactant uh, boredom or apathetic boredom, where you're just like, oh, everything's, nothing's going right or I can't get out of this. Do something uh, that's really out of your uncomfort zone. Wow. Okay, do something dramatically different. And it might be, let's say you're in a meeting and it's a meeting that you never, you normally never speak up at. You just sit there and you listen and you listen. Maybe it's time for you to just raise your hand and say, 
I'm sorry. I have uh, no, no clue what you just said. <laughs> well, could, I guess you could say that. I was going to I was going to take a different route, but that's good too. But in other words, you do something out of your com- um, comfort zone. Uh this is where people go on trips. This is where people go whitewater raffling. <gasps> raff, uh, raffling? Yeah, whitewater yeah. raffling. That's that's awesome where you you Yay. win prizes in the water. All right, uh go to the rodeo, do anything like that. Just do something really different, something completely different than what you would normally do and oh. shake yourself up. All right? So go whitewater raffling on a horse. Okay. Uh, N is nourish yourself by reading, meditating, and journaling. You know how much I, I love telling people to journal. Uh, do these the things that are not boring to you. All right? So, wh- so I'm giving you suggestions like reading, meditating, and journaling. These are things that separate you. Don't do the journaling on the phone. Don't do the reading on the phone. Pick up an actual book. Okay. Uh, draw some pictures, do some paint, do something, uh, be creative, just do something that you, that you won't find boring and remember to do that. Do that until the point where you're like, I'm tired of doing this. If you're getting bored with it then put it to the side, don't let that permanently uh, be boring. Ah, okay. Okay. Then get back to the routine, do something daring and different, break yourself out, but don't be afraid to allow yourself to get bored some of the time because it recharges you, mm. all right? So it's very important to do all of those things. So to recap that, how you respond to boredom is be mindful, learn uh, how to identify your specific type of boredom and, and especially how you respond to it. Are you allowing it to take over your life or are you can you really uh, do something about it? A is accept boredom as a benefit and use it self, for self-improvement. So I'm gonna set time aside, but not too much time because I know this is uh, an uh, it gives me the chance to become a better me. Okay. Uh, o is going to be, uh, I'm sorry, that's C. Now, now I'm going to skip C. <laughs> C is change your pattern. Look at this. I'm going to change the pattern by misspelling bacon. bacon. Change your pattern to snap out of the boredom. All right. So do something crazy. Uh, think outside your comfort zone. And so you're doing something very different and daring. And N is nourish yourself by reading, meditating, journaling. Do something that's relaxing. And you notice how that, uh, you're, what you're doing is really shaking it up. You're going to do something really crazy outside your comfort zone, like you're going to go sing in the shopping center, okay? And then you're going to sit down and read. I encourage you to do something like just go to a park, sit on a bench, and do nothing. Oh, I sit on a bench. I've done and that. Just, yeah, and that's beautiful. I've done. How that. about the go somewhere and just watch the water? Okay. I've done that on vacation. I love doing go. that. I go by myself. I walk by the water. I Perfect. sit on the bench and I just look at the, the birds and the seagulls and the sunrise Excellent. and just sit and there just, all by myself. That's what you got to do. So many people yep. can't do that. Oh, wow. Do the idea of uh, sit at a campfire and just stare <gasps> at the fire. It right? hypnotizes just, you. Yeah, yeah, completely. All right. And do that often. Find time in your life to do those things wow. and you'll, you'll, you'll be so much happier. Okay. Oh, that's why I'm so yeah. happy. There, that, that's got to be it. <laughs> Yeah. Right? My dad, uh, this last one, nourish yourself by finding those things that you don't find boring. My dad used to love fishing, okay? And my one brother would love fishing, and so they would get up so early when we would go camping, and I would I would try, and I would go there, and we'd sit in the boat, and we'd go, like, oh, I can't do this. I can't go fishing. And I would immediately, like, not even five minutes into it, I would just jump out off the boat, splash in the water, go, I'm going to go swimming. I can't I go, go fishing, and my dad would just start the little motor and just pull away, like, just leave him there <laughs> because he's like, you can't go fishing when you're, you're swimming. swimming. Right. So you got to find the thing that's not boring to you. Can I tell okay. a Tiffany story? Go ahead. Okay. So my uh, when I was a kid. <laughs> I like how you asked permission. Shoot. <laughs> oh, go. I, 
So when we were a kid, we would go up um, to northern Wisconsin and rent a cabin yes. um, for the family. And my dad would get up real orderly to go fishing. Yeah. Well, he would ask my brother. My brother's like, oh, I'm not getting up that early. He's like, hey, Tiff, come on, let's go fishing. Right. And, well, I really don't want to. Oh, come on, Tiff, let's go fishing. And so we'd go in the boat, go fishing, and dad goes, okay, hold the net. Yeah. Because when I pull, reel the fish in, yes. and I had the net ready, and the fish fell off the hook, and I caught the fish in the net. Nice. And I said, Dad, can I tell everyone I caught this fish? He goes, well, of course you did. You did. You caught it. So there you go. I got up early, and I was bored, and I didn't want to do it, but I was all excited because I caught a fish. Nice. Well, now, now, technically I now didn't, but whole, I kind of did. Well, you did, but now, now your whole family knows the truth. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I liked it because you ended with a good story. It wasn't boring. All right. So if you, the listener out there, is, okay. are still paying attention the most important thing is just keep in mind, unplug yourself from the world every once in a while and just embrace boredom. Yes. All right? That's all there is it's to okay it. It's okay to be by yourself. Completely. And it's okay and to it's like absolutely yourself. absolutely wonderful. But but also, pay attention to the type of boredom that you uh, connect with most and see if it's something that you can uh, use to recharge yourself or is it a warning sign that you should really go and really get try to get some help. Okay? All right. So we are completely out of time there, We Tiffany. are. Yeah. Can you believe that? This was not a boring show at all. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, thank you very much. And if you want to repeat, uh, hear the show, we are on everywhere that you can see. Everywhere. everywhere. Oh, you know what? In fact, we're even more than everywhere. More than, than everywhere. everywhere. Right. We're on Google and Spotify and Apple Music. But now we're on Amazon Music and Audible as well as iHeartRadio. We're all over the place. Anywhere you like. iHeartRadio, yes, too? Everywhere you listen to podcasts, you can find Bacon Bits with Master Happiness. Wow. And Tiffany. And Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Say goodnight, Tiffany. Goodnight, Tiffany. All right. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Goodnight.